Okay, bittersweetly, friends, this is the last of our Vadaman grudges. I just want to first um, read off some of the feedback that I received um, from some of the Chaverim, and I think it's very relevant to a, a point I want to say about the Vad. Okay, um, so here it says, this week's Shir and Avod allowed me to access a deep insight into myself. Um, and he, and our Chaver, he says, I was always blocked to receiving messages. Again, I'm, I, I don't want everybody to listen to the specifics here. It's not the point. The point is the, the Ruach, the Nigan, the, the vibe, the atmosphere. I've been blocked to receive, receiving messages whenever I thought there was a tint of anger there. And, um, and I would, Adarava, if someone would give me Musr with a little bit of anger, I would give him Musr back about his anger. And, and the criticism that he was trying to, show me was lost in the anger um and then allowing myself the space and time to consider these messages even if not per- delivered perfectly parentheses might be for a benefit okay good so that was a big shift for me and um similarly on, on the bitachon we got this i'm working with bitachon and heart and mind as it relates to resentment etc i find that in times i'm able to enter an inspired place where i can see a deeper perspective that hashem is behind everything Etc. And of course, the uh, Rabarn, beautiful feedback, you know, ch- t- trying out the things in the VOD, seeing what was working, seeing what's not working, see why it's not working, etc. So, why do I say this? Just as, uh, you know, part of the party message here, I think it's been a tremendous summer. Uh, Kof for certainly for those who let me know about what they're experiencing, but for everybody, I think it was all about, you know, getting to a deeper place and examining ourselves a little bit more and in a certain way that. Dealing with hakpad and grudges pushed us to do that more than something like cost. Does cost is kind of a very obvious issue. That's why it gets a lot of airspace. Someone's angry, everybody knows it. If he's not angry, everybody appreciates it. But a lot of the not angry people do have a lot of resentment, and it forced us to go uh, to go uh, deeper and to try to deal with it. Okay. Number number one. Um, number number two for sure. Speaking about hakpada, we can't. Think about it outside the context of the time we're in. We're not just in the three weeks now. We're in the nine days, the period of most serious mourning, besides Tisha B'Av itself, besides Shechalba. But, you know, we're getting there, really. This is this is where, you know, a person has to think about it. I want to share a ha'ara that I uh, realized uh, recently. If you think about the history of the Jewish people, it took about 450 years. Don't catch me on the exact date. I'm not, I like history. I'm not so into exact dates because they're not that important usually, uh, unless you really know a lot, a lot of history. I, I like more the themes and the ideas and the concepts and what's going on. That's what I try to look through for, even in a little bit I can as a hobbyist of world history and a little bit of, little, little bit of Jewish history. So here's such a thought. It took about 450 years from the time that Kleisor got into Israel to build the Beis HaMikdash. The first bias stood about 410 years. The second bias stood for 100, 430 years, as well known there was a 70-year Corbin, right? Obviously, Corbin by Yisrishon was Ayom Venora, a terrible time, lots of decimation, death, starving, uh, all types of terrible things. Gullus, Corbin bias. I mean, we talk about when a tzaddik dies, it's like Corbin bias, it's more than Corbin bias, but that's our frame of reference for terrible things, uh, of course, right? Of course. Not taking a word away from that. Gimel of Eris, who can imagine all the strife and suffering that Kleisro uh, went through over that time? Definitely. But 
when you look at it from a big historical, take a step back, you say, wow, at the end of the day, it was only 70 years. Now, let's think a little bit more into that. That means that for the first 20, 30 years, for sure, everybody was thinking about the Hormon bias. I mean, Jews that grew up with the Beis HaMikdash, after it was gone, were thinking, wow, we've lost the Beis HaMikdash. You know, those that were in Eretzrael, those that were in Bubble, no question about it. I mean, it's obvious. I grew up with Holocaust survivors, the Baumels, obviously my grandparents who both had uh, the number. I was open to have grandparents who had numbers. Sorry for them, but, on the, you know, we grew up with the tattoos. My grandparents, I was very close to them, Rabbi Abram and Morris Cyril. So I grew up with that. Those, those, these are the people. They didn't talk about it so much, but my grandfather had his nightmares, and it was definitely, you know, no secret in the house. We weren't that type of thing. Not to make a little bit. They spoke about it. That's not the point. But what I'm trying to say is, and that was in the 70s, let's say the 80s, right? That was 40 years after the war, 30 years, 40 years after the war. I've been looking 45, and that was that was what Jews grew up with. By the way, as a side point, that's why it's important to see videos about. Holocaust survivors, because unfortunately they're, and to grab the opportunity when you have a chance to see a live Holocaust survivor, grab it, listen to them, speak to them, at least hear them. You know, we've at least, I think twice in the yeshiva recently uh, had uh, such people, at least on Zoom. You got to do that. You have to, you have to see them, but at least see the videos, side point. But that's what we grew up with. Okay. So, so for the first 20, 30 years, and it could be, it could have been really 30, 40, 50 years, but let's be, let's be, um, Let's uh, judge low and say for the first 20, 30 years of the 70, there's no question they were thinking about basic English all the time. All the Takanas were coming in then. Now watch this. After 52 years, right, they got the Rishayon, the permission, the Balfour Declaration, so to speak, to rebuild the basic English after 52 years, right? The Malchus switched from Bavel to Paras Mada, whoever it was, Daryavish, the second or the first, I get confused in all the names. He gave them permission, right? So for 52 years on, they had permission to come. They had permission to rebuild the base of Victor. So it took 18 years for that to all, you know, for all the necessary pieces to be in place, so all the ducks to line up. Speaking of ducks, the Gemara in Shabbos says that the animals and fish that had left, right, when Chorban Bias happened, it wasn't just the Chorban of the house. It means there was desolation. Now, the desolation wasn't just the desolation of the bias, it was the desolation of the population. It wasn't just the desolation of the population, it was the desolation of of the of the foliage, right? We know that the payers and things like that, and of the animals. The animals also skedaddled. And after 52 years, it says they came back. The measure says 1,500 types, not individuals, 1,500 types of fish and grasshoppers came back. And it talks about the Kulias Aspinus. I believe that's in, in uh, those from Hilka Shabbos and Kufmem Hay, says that that had a too weak a spine, so it couldn't make it. They, the animals came back on underwater, the fish came back on underwater trails from Bubble to Eretz Yisrael. They ended up in a place called Ein Etam, which is the highest place in Israel. And the Kachavi. So for the first 20, 30 years, they're, everybody's singing Beis HaMikdash. After 52 years, the Simani Geula, the Pekida, is already there. The, the rays of the sun rays are, 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 are flaring. So, so what I want to say is that if you think about it, let's put this together now. And for sure, let's say 50 years leading up to the base of Mekdish, and then 50 years after the second, 50 years leading up to the first base of Mekdish, uh, 50 years after the base of Mekdish, easy, right? So you had a period of, let's do the numbers, right? 410, 430, 70, 900, another, easy. The, the Jewish life was dominated by the base of Mekdish for 900, 1,000 years. That was, it was just dominated by it, which is absolutely amazing. Now, 
why do I say all this? What does that have to do with us? Everything. Because we know, everybody knows, right? I'm sure it's been repeated and everybody's heard that sinus chinam, unjustified hatred, is why the second bias has not been recreated in Kodor. Every door of the base Mikdash isn't recreated. It's like they've destroyed it, God forbid. So guess what? Guess what's in Eschinamam? It's grudges, really. <laughs> a lot of it is grudges, right? When you don't have a right to have a let's when you don't have a right to have a, a, a grudge on someone, right? That's around Sinaskinam. Not I haven't thought about it enough to call it the same thing, but I hope we all understand that that's the sugya, right? Where's the Sinaskinam? You know, it's a, it says that they, you know, they, they didn't see it. It wasn't Gluya, right? Someone just spoke in Yeshiva. It wasn't Gluya. It wasn't revealed. What do I mean? But the Gemara, it says it was. They didn't know what was going on. Because all came after us out of Sinaschim. Sinaschim, you don't hop it, right? Uh, Rav Shuren, the head of the Medrashah here, spoke beautifully today in Yeshiva. He said, you know, it lurks inside. And you don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do Sinaschim. You know what I'm saying? I, I love everybody. You love everybody? Really? Well, why, why are you having such a hard time with that guy who's hashkapically a little differently than you? Oh, that's not sinaschinim. That's because that's because you know he's more Zionistic than me. He's less Zionist than me because he doesn't follow COVID rules because he's too strict about COVID rules. Guess what? That is sinaschinim. That that's part of it, right? Knows that we're not talking about someone's an apicaris or someone has a real reason or you have to teach your talmidim something. You know, a person has to have his deus, has to know what he believes, and etc. Has to understand why he believes what he believes. You have to think about all these things, but but not liking other Jews for unjustified reasons, which is very easy to get to. Call shikane. Just because he's, you know, Sparty or this or that or you know, different than me or Minhug. I don't I don't like Hasidish Minhugim. You know, they get now you're allowed to have your taste for both sides, but when we start not that's Sinaschinum. So I don't want to go into Sinaschinum, but but we we have to see the connection between Sinaschinum and Hakpada, right? It's easy. I'm not saying they're exactly the same, but they're definitely very close to each other, if not sisters, if not brothers, if not husband and wife, right? The Hakpada very often in us, it's not justified, you know, that person. You know, one time spoke to you a little bit too severely. He did, right? And you took him into a big thing. That part of that is unjustified. So it gives another chizik as we part actively from this sugya to to Dafka realize that that uh, that's what we're talking about. Without all the drama, what I want to emphasize to you is this: sinaschinim and akpadas lurk inside, and you have to go deep a lot of time. And that's that was part of what we saw in the letters that I, I read today and that I've been seeing the whole time, it's about depth. It's, it's about going into yourself and realizing it's there and, and learning about it, you know, and, and going in and digging deep to, to deal with the Hakpada. The Kas, in a certain way, is easy. It's an easy enemy. You know, Taiva, I know I eat too much. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to get over it. You know? <laughs> I'm not good at getting over my Taivas, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, but I know it. It's very obvious to me. No one's gonna no no, you know, the facts speak for itself. You see the mistakes, but hakpada, I'm not that type of guy. Oh, like some of the Khabarim said, I'm full of hakpadas, full of grudges, full of judgments, full of full of bad feelings. So now's the time to be mitchazek in this vital area. Okay. Uh good. The other thing I wanted to say, which I learned for myself, which was a tremendous point, which I don't believe we touched on, is this. Uh, ready for this? I something developed over the week. I, I don't even remember right now exactly what it was, but something developed, and I started thinking, oh, you know what? I'm starting to feel like put on this person. We spoke about this a long time ago, Rabosai, right? There's dealing with like that are developed, 
and there's dealing with hakpadas before they develop. Best thing to do is before it sets in, right, and it becomes part of how you look at it, to to crumble it, right, beat it at its beat it at the bud, like you say, right, nip it at the bud. That's the term. Nip your hakpadas at the bud. I want to just repeat that chachma. Nip your hakpadas at the bud, right. So I was trying to do that, and then you know what I said to myself. I don't want to. That's what was Musar. I want to feel like mother. So it's a little late. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I didn't. That's the way it is when you work. You discover things along the way. I realized, you know what? Hey, I didn't really want to. So I said to myself, now, I don't mean that about everything. No one should think I'm a, a Pada uh, a lover. But this particular thing, whatever it was, I forget what someone had done something. I didn't like what he did. And I was starting to, you know, go into some of my mental gymnastics, uh, not gymnastics, the mental, some of the exercises right, that we've been dealing with, and I was thinking about doing something, I said, you know what, whoa, 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 second, wait, I don't want to, I, w- I don't want to, I don't want to let go, so it made me realize this giloy for you as we leave this topic, that behind everything, it's about rutzo. you have to have rutzo for things, and you have to have rutzo to get out of your akpada, now, let me explain that topic a little bit, okay, and the Fair question to ask, but I hope you don't stop with this question is, what do you mean? Obviously, I'm in a VOD about Ratzon, so for sure I want to get over my Aquatus. What do you mean maybe I don't want to get married? I'm dating, I've dated 150 girls. Do you think after dating 180 men, I don't want to get married? Who are you to tell me such a thing, right? What do you mean I don't want to get over overeating? I diet all the time. What do you mean I don't want to stop Smoking. I've given up smoking tens of times. No. Don't be fooled. Okay? Don't be fooled. And we, we don't know about any particular person. Halavai, we know about ourselves. But very often, lurking beneath is a lack of ratzo. Okay? God forbid. We can't talk about every single older single. God forbid. But there definitely are older singles that deep down don't want to get married. Now you say, what do you, how could I say such a thing? They don't want to get married. All they want is get married. They're going to the Kotel 40 days. Yeah, but they're sabotaging. Something in them is sabotaging the connection with someone else. The therapists talk about this and anybody who thinks about it realizes because on the one hand, Bosai, a person is made up of a lot of parts. We saw Solanta, the great Rebbe told us that. There's Kochus Kayim, there's Kochus Nistarim, there's Brighter, hear them, they're bright cultures in a person, deep, there's a conscious, subconscious, everybody talks about it their way, mind one, mind two, whichever, you could use the Kahanam Indian, uh, Tversky, thinking fast and slow, there's this system, that system, person is made up of a lot of different levels, so on the one hand, you want to get, on the one hand, you need love, and you're saying to people you want love, on the other hand, you're coming across too tough, or you're sabotaging your relationships, that's why, just as a side point, again, of course, God forbid, not everybody, but so it's good to really talk to a dating coach, but to really be really obvious, you know. I sent a fellow to therapy one time about, about dating, you know what I mean? And he said to me, he went back, the guy told me, I, he didn't really want to go. He was giving me, you know, don't do it for me. I don't need the money. I have no deals with the therapist. You're doing it for me. You, you don't really, he didn't, I mean, I, I didn't tell him this so there's nobody to talk to. He doesn't really want to fix himself. And, you know, and whatever it was, oh, the therapist said it would take a long time. Okay, so take a long time. Guess what? You told me the therapist said it would take a long time two years ago. He's still not married, you know. Hashem should help him, you know. And, and again, I'm not judging. I don't know if someone's going to hear this and get upset at me. I'm not judging. I don't know anybody's situation. I'm talking about in general. There's no doubt that there are people 
who the time just hasn't come yet. And there's no doubt that there are people who are not taking the necessary steps, looking at themselves to, to really fix things. And one of those things is rutsum, is real desire to fix things, right? The fact you start a lot of diets doesn't necessarily mean you want to really want to lose weight. The fact you go on a program to the fact you go to Alcoholics Anonymous doesn't mean you really want you really want to get, get rid of your alcohol. And the fact that you put down the cigarette box doesn't mean you really want to stop smoking. Now, even once you really want it, so you need a strategy, you need a way, you need a this, you need that. But Rutzone is an incredibly uh, powerful mida, right? Rutzone is a tsinor. Chassidish Asmarm said if you turn the words of Rutzone around, you get tsinor. What's a tsinor? Tsinor is a, a pipe. You bring down, a person brings down hashpa from above through Rutzone. So, you know, so, okay, that, that was a mouthful. And it's something you have to really think about. When you look at your different problems in life, you know, do you really want to fix it? You know, I think the questions to ask yourself, the cheshbon and nefesh, which we'll talk maybe more about in Elul, is do I really want to fix this? Do I have a plan to fix this? Do I have ways? But if you don't really start with a rut zone and you're not on that, so then you're, you'll always find shayim, you'll always find things along the way which will stop you from being successful. So it was, it was worth coming today to, to hear that, right? It was worth hearing that, understand that about yourself. And that's what I found in myself last week. You know, again, not in general. I don't feel, I feel I do have a rutsun in general, but this one I wanted to hold on to. And I sound, found myself, I, I want to hold on to these things. So who knows how many other hakpadas I really want to hold on to. So, so I'm double talking. On the one hand, I'm going to be thinking to myself, oh yeah, let's, no one means anything. He never got training. You're going to be your own judge one day. Let's give him something. Let's, let's speak to him. Let's give him tochacha. All different chachmas, let's be talking to Hashem. But my rutzen is that I want to hold on to the Akpada, right? So part of me is, is going this way. Well, you know, they say about covet. You know, they covet one hand is saying, no, 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 stop. And the other hand is like, pull it in. No, 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 you know, more covet, less. I don't want covet. No, no, pull it in. Those of you who aren't watching live, you can't see that. But right, like, no, no, don't give me any more covet. Keep it coming. Don't give me any more covet. Keep it coming. So, so, so what's the lemice of all this? You have to sit down. Right, if you're having trouble, if it's working for you, good. It's not working for you. Sit down for yourself. Ask that question: Do I really want to get over this rutsa? Excuse me. Do I really want to get over this judge, this grudge? Do I want to get over this hakpada? Okay, and 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 uh, that's a powerful question to deal with. Right now, if you don't have a rutsa about it, so you have to realign yourself. Yeah, you then you have to start thinking. Okay, do I want to be a person of judgments? Do I? Wait? But it's what I mean to say is like this: Rebosite, you have to take that mental space, if you're, if me, where I am right now with that hakpada, before I start going into the methods, I have to go into the ruts and judge it. Do I really want to get over this? Hmm, I do. Okay, good. Let's go. Now, how am I going to get over it? Okay. Do I really want to get over this? No. Methods. No, 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 no. Stop right there. Okay. So now you have to develop the ruts or at least diffuse the ruts to hold on to it. Why do you want to hold on to it? What do you gain by holding on to? It's a whole other work, which we would probably, if we had more time, we'd probably have to go into. Okay, that was the Ratzon. Okay, we'll say, so the Kabbalah for now is two things. And I hope, uh, it's a very busy time for me also, uh, ending this month. I hope, as the Shem, I have time to do it myself, and I'm planning on it, but hopefully, probably, I guess, next week. But I would tell you not, don't wait, you know, take me going on vacation. I don't think I'm going to make it until until a uh, vacation, unfortunately. So I'll have to, I'm trying to think now already when I could do it, but that's probably a bad way to say, it. I'm just being honest, but if you can do it now, 
don't wait. Write for yourself a summary of this VOD, right? Write for yourself a summary, all the different methods we had. It's pretty easy to remember because we had Machshava Dibur Maisa. I don't, like, I don't want to give the summary. I think it's much better for people to make their own summary. Machshava Dibur Maisa and all the ways of Machshava and all the things. And then that, that would be like the Machshava, the Dibur, and the Maisa. And then also other things that I learned. It doesn't, I'm not writing a book here. I'm not asking you to write my book, right? I don't want the book. I want you to have your book, right? Other things you learned about it. it could be one page, two pages, something you can refer to. Okay, step one. Step two, even more important. What can I take practically, right? I'm switching. I learned this from Tefillah, like I said. What can I take practically forward to the future that I will do, right? Belined, right? When Hakbadas come up, I will speak to the person forever. Another, right? That is now this after all I learned, right? That's one thing I think I can do, and we're going ahead and do it. Or when Hakbat has come up, I am going to think to myself, no one means every anything. That really that doesn't really hit me. Or when things come up, I'm going to act like a resource. Don't do everything, just take one, maximum two things. And go with that. You know what I'm saying? Now and now is the time. By the time El comes along, once people get to the mountains, Sacramento, Yellowstone, here, there, everywhere, it's probably going to be too late, right? That's the nature of things. We forget our Yom Kippur Kabbalists, right? But now is the time before what an amazing thing as we about to hit the Tisha above itself, Chasasham, Mashiach should come before that. That's what we should be waiting for. We should be, we shouldn't want Tisha we should be making plans for Tisha Hopefully, I, I, I'm trying to learn myself. I say in Yeshiva, if Chasasham, we have Tishabov on Sunday. Hopefully, we won't have it on Sunday. But if, God forbid, we have it, right, to go into Tishabov with, with a Kabbalah about the stopping grudges is unbelievable. An unbelievable schuss for ourselves and for Yisrael. So that's the Kabbalah. Again, I didn't say Belin Eder, but it means that now I've spent a whole summer. This I think, our, our 12th week. I've spent 12 weeks on this, right? Here's something that I am going to apply myself Going forward, when grudges come, I will do this or this Seder, that. Okay? That's what I wanted to share. It's been wonderful. I just tell everybody, Elo, we're going to focus specifically on Avodas Elo. At least the first two or three weeks are going to be different things, um, meaning every week will be a different thing in my mind. I've, you know, not a very complex opinion, uh, but I think I do have a opinion, a, a building for what we should focus on the first week of Elo and the second week of Elo, maybe the third week of Elo, definitely the first two. I have something. That's why I specifically wanted to make a vod. Uh, the first, uh, it's Rosh Chodesh. It's all Rosh Chodesh El. Bezad Hashem will be the first El. If you know for people who want to join, uh, there'll be it'll be a, a nice time. And then uh, that's what we'll do leading up to. That's why that's the picture I have for the first two three weeks of the vod. And then as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah, we'll see what to do. But as what I'm trying to say, as opposed to taking a no say, I want to talk about specifically what our voters should be over the different weeks of El. I think we can break it down um, besides everybody's personal vote, obviously, but as a group, we can talk about what Elo should be and what to do the first week, the second week. I'm excited about it. I do. I feel I do have an angle, something new to me. You know, I'll just tell everybody a secret. Maybe I'll probably repeat the secret. Once I spoke to my Rebbe Rav Leichter, I said, listen, Elo a whole month, it's too much for me. You know? <laughs> Especially coming up the summer, and I said, could I just do like two weeks before a shot up? So I don't remember exactly what he said to me afterwards. I don't think he liked it so much. But I thought maybe I had a strategy. Maybe it's better to just, it's not a stupid strategy. You can hear, to hold something for four weeks, 
maybe better in our door, maybe maybe an hour before Rosh Hashanah, we'll work better. I'm joking, but 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 we're not going to do that. We're both side. We we have four weeks of L because the Shem and have a, a plan at least for the first two three weeks, and it's, I think it's going to be uh, special. I look forward to seeing everybody then in good health, and everybody should have a. Uh, we should be celebrating with Mashiach, and we shouldn't. We should see Ben Yibesa make the because of our getting rid of our kbadis. The Mashiach should come and take us out of our tsaris and we marry all Jewish people. We should be born at the base of Mikdash together. We should celebrate together with all the Yidin, all the Yidin that work on themselves, all the other Yidin. But if Chas Hashalom, the base of Mikdash isn't, and just be built, everybody doesn't make it back to Israel. So, and probably I guess El will have to do El anyway. But uh, listen, hopefully, if Mashiach comes, we'll have a better Vod leader than me. Okay. <laughs> God bless everybody. All the best. Shalom, shalom. Shreya. Okay, Brian, great to see you. That's Lacha. So apply. Okay, my mind.